Our first article comes from the Jerusalem Post. Brazilian vaccination data stolen, deleted amid hack. The alleged hackers calling themselves Lupus Group posted a message on the website saying that the internal data had been copied and deleted by Reuters, published December 11, 2021. Zooming in here for my reading ease. Brazil's health ministry said its website was hit on Friday by a hacker by a hacker attack by a hacker attack stupid wording there Friday by a hacker attack that took several systems down including one with information about the national immunization program and another used to issue digital vaccination certificates aka covid passports the government put off for a week implementing new health requirements for travelers arriving in Brazil due to the attack. Quote, the health ministry reported the health ministry? That's what you guys just called the health ministry? You ever read 1984? The health ministry? Fuck off. You guys don't have that in Brazil, huh? Quote, the health ministry reports that in the early hours of Friday it suffered an incident that temporarily compromised some of its systems, which are currently unavailable. End quote. It said in a statement. Police said they were investigating the attack. The alleged hackers calling themselves Lupus Group posted a message on a website. On the website saying that the internal data had been copied and deleted. Quote, contact us if you want it back. It said in an apparent ransomware attack. The message, which included email and telegram contact information, had been removed by Friday afternoon, but the website page is still down. While user data in the Connect Sus app, Connect Sus app, Sus, Connect, Connect Sus. They also not have Among Us over there. Why would you name a government agency anything sus? I don't mean like make it sound sketchy like Area 51. No, no, no. Why would you literally name it SUS? Connect Sus. Anyway, that in the Connect Sus app that provides Brazil Brazilians with vaccination certificates has disappeared. The ministry said it was working to restore its systems. At a news conference, Deputy Health Minister Rodrigo Cruz. That's a cool name. I'm not going to lie. Dude's probably an asshole, but I'm not going to lie. That's a cool name. Rodrigo Cruz. Said access to the vac- vaccination data had still not been recovered by Friday evening. Cruz said it was too early to say whether the data had been lost. I decided on Tuesday after President Jair Bolsonaro oppose the use of vaccine passports. Unvaccinated travelers arriving in Brazil will have to quarantine for five days or be tested for COVID-19. They should just call it twenty uh, COVID-20 at this point. I mean, it is a year older now. It's almost two years older now. It could almost be uh, old enough to buy you a drink. COVID-21. I shouldn't give them ideas for the next bullshit variant they're going to release. All the DLCs in this... this uh, Whatever, whatever situation we're living in, whoever's writing it sucks. Delta, Epsilon, Mu, it's always a new variant. Why not just, just 
you know, just count up from 19. COVID-19, COVID-20, COVID-21, COVID-2022. Just go from there. These stupid fucking names because I'm scary and no one cares. So they always release a new variant. And when I say they, put conspiratorial or whatever you want. I'm a little bit more conspiratorial minded. The thing's evolving, of course. Uh, we just don't know the actual origin. Well, we know it. It's just not confirmed. You know, but that's a whole other rant. I've gone on too many times on this show. Let's just get, let's let's stick to the article. The requirement was due to start on Saturday, but the government said that it will postpone for a week as vaccine vaccination data was not accessible online following the attack. COVID tracing forms for arriving airline passengers were still available on health regulator and visas website, which was not targeted. Now we have one more article to get to. But uh, that's interesting, right? I've uh, I heard talks on this, but you know, seems like a lot of throw around ideas. A lot of websites are saying things that other websites aren't saying. And something I want to point out here, uh, it's come to my attention that people try to play a uh, source foo. That makes any sense. My source is is greater than your source because my source is Fox. Well, my source is CNN. Well, my source is Timcast. Well, my source is Louder with Crowder. Well, my new source is Actios. Well, my new source is Vice. None of that is going to help you. I mean, it might in some, like, base level. People who aren't really that involved in politics. If you can show them your sources, sure. What you want to do is you want to find websites that have the most crossover information. Right? You want to find like the most crossover data. Like if you had a Venn diagram, right? CNN in one circle, Fox News in the other circle. The truth is going to be most likely what pops up in the middle here. That will be the confirmed truth. And you can build off that. So don't play source food. Just collect the data. Hold on to it. Keep the numbers. Uh, take notes if you need to. And be like, well, no, well, this is just a ground fact. Because a lot of people won't have the numbers, right? A lot of people won't have numbers. They won't have names. They won't have dates. If you are in a conversation that you've read up on, you've read a couple different sources on it, you can speak to what's been confirmed across all these different platforms because you never know what's being fed to you is true and what's not being fed to you, right? You, you don't know what you're being told and what you're not being told is true. You're going off either things you trust because you either have a particular political leaning towards them or you have a, a particular comfort or connection to them in some way because you agree with them or because they're a big platform with a lot of attention, or because it's an independent platform with little to no attention. However you look at it, and however you trust the sources you trust, keep in mind, that's you trusting them. You're trusting them to deliver to you what is the truth. And most of the time, they weren't ever there to begin with. They're relaying information they read from somebody else who's relaying information from somebody else. That's how the news travels. So I just want people to keep that in mind. You never fully know what's going on in the world. You can just do your best to talk the narrative points for or against. Uh, that being said, let's move on to the next article. So with that last little rant I just gave you about news sources and, and trusting them and whatnot, Keep that in mind as we go forward, because now we're going to break away from the more established media that's covering this event. Because, you know, I could do 
New York Times, they talked about it, Fox talked about it, CNN talked about this. But they're all going to come at it with that American culture war seepage. And I'm not interested in that. I like how the how the Jerusalem Post just covered it. I really do. They didn't speak out for or against. They didn't say lives are at risk because of, of, of uh, evil, bad actors like this. They just reported it as it happened. I like that. I like that a lot. That's why I like the Jerusalem Post. There's not many articles that, you know, I can really read them on to talk about it. When I cover American news explicitly, I use American outlets explicitly. Or exclusively. My bad. There is some explicit language. I use the American news to cover the American topics. Why? Because the culture war is important to that. Because it's part of our current political system. This is an international thing. Our culture war is not part of this. So I prefer to not use American news outlets to cover this. Maybe I'll use a C-SPAN article. They do something international, but not even. And that's on a slight at C-SPAN. They're still my favorite source for anything news and political relate, like politics exclusively related. They do wonderful coverage. They are non-biased. They're always worth checking out before you watch anyone else. C-SPAN first. But with that being said, this is a story about hackers. And this is a main that was a mainstream media outlet talking about hackers taking on the government. Why don't we go to the news outlet by hackers for hackers or frackers whatever the fuck you want to call it. We go to void. That's void.id. The Brazilian Ministry of Health's website is hit by a ransomware attack. Vaccination data is robbed. They are in a different country too, so this article is from the 13th of December. By the time you'll see this, it will easily be the 13th of December here, but it's the 13th of December on either side of the globe as we record. Again, this is an international story. I have no interest in using American news outlets to cover it. Take that how you may. From Jakarta, Brazil's Ministry of Health said its website on Friday, December 10th, was attacked. Zoom in here. By a hacker. By a hacker attack that crippled several systems. The attack includes disabling a system that contains information about the National Immunization Vaccination Program and other data that will be used to issue a digital, va- uh, digital vaccination certificate. The Brazilian government was forced to delay for a week, implementing new health requirements for travelers arriving in Brazil because of the hack. <clears throat> because of the attack. My apologies. Quote, The Ministry of Health reported that in the early hours of Friday, an incident occurred which temporarily disrupted some of its systems, which are currently unavailable. And quote, it said in a statement, as quoted by Reuters. Police said they were investigating the attack. The, uh, the alleged hackers, calling themselves Loop uh, Lapis Group, posted a message on the website saying that the internal data had been copied and deleted. Contact us if you want it back, he said in a ransomware attack. The message include tele- te- includes telegrams, email, and contact information. Was And info was deleted on Friday afternoon, but the webpage is still inactive. Meanwhile, users' data on the ConnectSus app 
that provides vaccination certificates for Brazilians has disappeared. Brazil's health ministry said it was working to restore its systems. At a news conference, Deputy Health Minister Rodrigo Cruz, Rodrigo Cruz said access to the vaccination data was still not restored as of Friday evening. Cruz said it was too early to say whether the data has been lost completely. Under pressure, under the pressure decided last Tuesday night, after Brazil's president, Gerard Boloroso, opposed the use of vaccine passports, unvaccinated travelers arriving to Brazil must be quarantined for five days and tested for COVID-19. The requirement was due to begin on Saturday, December 11th, but the government said it would be delayed for a, it would be delayed for a week because vaccination data could not be accessed online after the attack. COVID-19 tracking forms for arriving airline passengers are still available on the website of Health Regulator, uh, Regulator and Visa, which was not targeted by the ransomware attack. And that is the end of this article. And again, that is on voi.id void. A really nice little news source that I am saving for future use for different coverages of online attacks and whatnot. I do like this. Let's see. And they got wow. This is completely random. Uh, the whole reason I found out about this website, I'll be honest with you, I was looking through uh, 4chan. Someone was linking this in an archived thread on this topic. So I wanted to check out the site. And I, and I like a lot of the articles I saw on the coverage of it. I went to the homepage and it got the update COVID-19 per 12 days. And they got, they got, they got some good numbers up here. Positive since December 2021 is... Four mil. Yep, four million. This is globally, by the way. Four million two hundred fifty-nine thousand one hundred forty-three treated. Five thousand one hundred fifty-eight recovered. Whew, recovered four million one hundred ten thousand four hundred nine people, and dead since twenty twenty-one is one hundred forty-three hundred and forty-three thousand nine hundred thirty-six people globally globally by the way just since 2021 yes there's a lot of people but uh look at the flu rates for around the world Uh, and again all articles will be in the description of this podcast but this is a new thing that's happening this is an unfolding thing you just got the last two days of info covered up on it or caught up right what happens from here? The government tries to negotiate some sort of price or exchange, maybe. Uh, the hackers don't like how it goes. They start selling people's medical information online. That's happened before with other incidences. Close. Of course, this is a new kind of thing. So maybe it won't happen like that. Who knows? The government pays it back. The people hand over the... Uh, hand over the fucking uh, data and then still leak it. That'd be kind of cool, actually. I'm not, it's not cool for the people whose private information will be will be lost. That's not anything I'm advocating for. I'm just saying the whole thing. This whole thing just shows how weak governments really are. 
This just shows a looming security threat that governments provide not only to themselves, but to the people they're supposed to be protecting themselves. And how much do you want to bet that this very thing could happen here in the U.S.? Remember, I always tell you folks, whatever that thought you have in your head that says, that can't happen here, get rid of it, because it can happen here. It is happening here for the most part. And people either believe it because they've been paying attention, or they don't believe it. And unfortunately, there seems to be a massive cult that doesn't believe that we're facing down the barrel of a very uncertain future in this country. Right now in Brazil, it's a small story involving a small country. Yes, but it's an example of something that could happen potentially here. That's why I cover it. No government should have this kind of information on its citizenry. It's not in its purview to have this information. And in many ways, I think people who are hackers may... I don't know. This is a... I feel horrible for the people held hostage with their medical information that could go public, right? But on the other hand, this is a slap right in the face of an established government. A government that has had a history of corruption and oppression. Brazil's cleaned up a lot over the years, but the fact Oops, but the fact that they're still going through these vaccine mandates and passports is alarming. They went from a communist country to well, they're more free market now, you know. Brazil is a big vacation hotspot. They're a global economic wealth driver. I just want people to stop and think what happens if this sort of attack comes here. Our government is wildly inept, and right now it's fraying and it's pulled in a billion directions. No part of this government is focusing on one thing at a time. There's rape accusations here, a crumbling administration there, Burisma in Ukraine over there, there's the borders collapsing, the economy's crumbling, the US dollar is losing value, inflation's at an all-time high. Democrat political leaders that have been the figurehead of this kind of movement are resigning here and not running up for re-election. Biden's approval rating is officially at the lowest numbers in recorded presidential history. And Kamala Harris is loathed by her constituents. There are riots in the streets. The FBI is trying to put people like Hal Rittenhouse in prison by withholding information that proves that they were being chased and manipulating footage to make it look like that Hal Rittenhouse is actually chasing them. On some shitty 8-bit like drone footage that they said, oh, we don't have a higher version of it. But then a higher version of it ended up leaked online. Then you have government whistleblowers coming out left, right, and center. Letting people know what's going on behind the scenes. You also <coughs> have all these staffers for <coughs> Biden and Kamala quitting. Blowing the whistle. All these lawsuits against the Biden administration. Things are falling apart quickly here. And as a response to that, the government is at a weak, unorganized scattered fucking mess trying to figure out what to do and how to do it while people are quitting and fleeing and and running from the sinking ship that is the current government system we have in this country they're also being petrified by culture war little milestones like what happened in virginia with the election where a republican took the governorship yunkin right yunkin's no different he's a team player he just cared about school choice he's pro-vaccination he's pro-vaccine mandate he's pro-masking you didn't win there. 
You just got someone who's going to get uh, CRT out of the schools. But when it comes to lockdowns, you got someone who's a Fauciist. I hate to tell you. And mind you, he did get the Trump endorsement. He did his best to distance himself from Trump, which could help Trump later on if Yunkin continues down this route of being mild version of a neocon fuckhead. Sure, people will be like, well, actually, you know, he, he distanced himself from Trump because he wanted to do evil, and blah, 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 blah. You'll see that culture war topic come up in the next year or two. Watch. But if someone performed an attack like this on our government, do you really think it could hold up? Remember the that meat company? There was a meat plant, like the world's largest provider of beef products that's stationed here in the U.S. It went on a ransomware attack. Global beef supply shortages have never recovered. Never. That's why prices on meat products have just fucking skyrocketed so quickly. There was a ransomware attack that went on for like two and a half weeks. I don't have all the memories offhand, but... I don't, I don't have the memory of all the details off the top of my hand, but it was a massive ransomware attack where they were deleting customers and shit. And then meat was going bad because they weren't having it shipped. Government got involved and the government never found out who did it. The people who got away with it got paid and got away. So, when you go to get vaccinated, get your booster, your third shot, or your fourth shot. Because remember, you're not fully vaccinated unless you have a booster now. And a booster is officially considered a fourth shot. So all you people with three, with two shots and a booster, you're no longer vaccinated. Remember that. But now you are in a government system where they have all your medical information and they know and they can keep track of your vaccines if you're up to date or if you're not up to date. What if somebody gets into the government system and starts publishing your medical data publicly to the whole world to see everything you've ever done? You get a, you get an abortion when you were in high school? That's on a medical record? Your whole town could see it. Your, all your friends and family could know about it, even the ones you never knew. Did you uh, have an abusive uh, previous relationship where you got you know, a bunch of your bones broken and you never told your new partner? That's out there. You have an STD? That's out there now. Everything from your medical records is out there now. Yes, I focused on the bad things because most people are like, oh, who cares what, what could come out? Not really thinking about what's actually in a medical record. And in Brazil, they just want to know if you're vaccinated or not. Our government wants all your medical records. Every bit of it. They want the fucking private communications between you and your doctor. They've asked for it. So if Agar gets their hands on that shit, they have a whole lot more than these people in Brazil do. That being said, thank you for listening to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison. And I will catch you guys later. Peace.